Attention campers! Remember, this is killer bee season in the Northwoods, so don't provoke any flying yellow things. You're just asking for trouble. Episode 83 Catherine revved up the microwave, I'd piss my pants and forget who I was for a half hour or so. It's 30 minutes away. I'll be there in 10. I'll be there in 10. Is this a five-minute argument or a full half hour? You have 30 minutes to move your car. Your car? You have 30 minutes to move your cube. Your cube. You are listening to A Half Hour Wasted. Steve Niles is not as creepy in person as you might think. And now, here are your hosts, Brad Milo and Frank A. Rincon. Or it could just be me. Uh, this is episode 83, and apparently I have to do this one by myself. This is a, a bit of an adventure for uh, for me. Um, yeah, uh, I think uh, episode 85, we're doing this in uh, every other episode. So Frank will be um, you know, doing this uh, for episode 87, 85. I don't know, man. And uh, you know what? It's probably going to be even worse than this one. But, uh, hey! But I'd, hey! Hey! Whoa, hey! Hey! No! Hey! Get, no, stay out. Stop stay, it. Stay out. Bill, this is mine. Bill, that's totally this uncool. This is mine. It's totally you uncool. See, the poster is on the door. <laughs> we told Just you to the, the wait. The police tape is... The police tape is there for a reason. Just because you cross out half our waist on the studio door and put Bill McDonald's show extravaganza doesn't we, make it. It's actually you to wait for us. I've changed the name to just because half hour we had to use the featuring. restroom at the same time doesn't give you the right to hijack the show. I, That's ahead, I started the. I went ahead and started the uh, the Sky Pager or the iPhone <laughs> or the whatever the heck this recording device is. It's called uh, an iRiver. Yeah. Brad, we're gonna have to lock up the mics. That's all. No, That's I, all I, we're gonna have I, to I, do. The uh, the logo. Have to use um, that voice encoded. Yeah, uh, suitcase. Well, I you're going to see the, the, the logo will change uh, in the next episode. It's now that must have been a quality product. Wait, at, at, at Creighton Barrel, yeah. Open, open. Brad Milo, open. <laughs> Unlock, please. Half Ridiculous. Featuring Bill the Voice. Bill the Voice. Well, wow, I'm on, glad I, I didn't give myself that nickname. That would sound awful. <laughs> You ought to do your own. Po- you ought to do a podcast, nothing but you and your soothing voice, uh, reading like T.S. Eliot poems. That would be like that. Um, the the adjective I'm thinking of is abomination. I don't think that means what Boring. you think it means. I could make it. Yeah, that too. I mean, I could probably think of something to say for thirty minutes. I don't know Stupid. how coherent it would be, and it would probably be. Uh, it would probably Neat. skew skew towards the lowest common denominator because um, you know that's what I'm into now. Mm. That's what the lowest common denominator is into now. Yeah, I'm into the lowest common denominator. I like uh, I like skewing young. Um, um, this or, is what or Steve stupid is into now. <laughs> That's right. Speaking of lowest, I think I speak with pizzazz. Um, yeah. um, Brad, I gave you two audio clips. Yeah. I want you to play 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 the um, the John O'Reilly one first. This is from a show called Fresh Air. Yeah, what it, explain what that is. Uh, Fresh Air, it's just an interview show on NPR. So it's not a Saturday Night Live skit then? No, it's very serious. It was an okay. interview with John C. Riley, Will Ferrell, and Adam McKay, Adam McKay the, the director and stars of Step Brothers, which, by the way, I saw. And uh, it was okay. It wasn't as good as I wanted it to be, but, uh-huh. but it, I did laugh out loud a lot. 
Okay, good. I didn't realize NPR did stuff that was humorous in nature. Well, sometimes well, they, they do. Just, you know, it's that lady that talks like yeah, this. Yeah, I thought they were all talking about how to make a nice creme brulee and, and, you know, stories about Big Brother and stuff. <laughs> or they'll talk about uh, about an Afghan that's been in your family for centuries. That's, that's nice. That, that's exciting. Hi, welcome to NPR. Yeah, that's exciting. National that's Public great. Radio. That's great. Or they'll talk about a, a small town in Wisconsin. I'm with a stream running through it. Mm-hmm. That's good cheese. Actually, actually, I'm a, I'm a very big NPR fan. I love NPR. Mm-hmm. But anyway, hey, I'm a, a big fan of cheese. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm always forgetting what the sponsor. Oh yeah, it's a good sponsor. It is. Where's my? Which see, one is I it? I can't even find my. Which one is it? Gosh. Which one is it? It's a I discount the right comic hand. book service. Give People know. The right hand. People know. Okay. Where the heck did? There it is. Discount comic book service. Anyone have to mm-hmm. do that? DCBService.com. Mm-hmm. Um, late on my last order. And, you know, uh, I was. I, uh, that's the good thing about it because you can go up till the end of the month. You can go past the end of the month. Past the end of the month to do it. And I was a little late on my order too, but they still took it, and my, I'm still going to get it when I'm supposed to get it. I put my June order in on August the first. Wow, that's how cool they are. So it's not literally back issues, but. No, but like the, how far back can you get issues uh, from well, you DCB know what? service? You know what? I've I've sent them an email and said, "Hey, I'm looking for." Uh, I was looking for an issue of The Boys written by Garth Ennis okay. uh, that was like four months old. For some reason, I forgot to put it on my order. Three months old. Yeah. It was three months old. Mm-hmm. And I said, "If y'all still have any of those in stock, can you throw one my way?" And they said, "No, no problem." So they did. Awesome. Uh, and was, they they did that for me for Countdown. Mm-hmm. Um, I got the first six, missed six. Um, got the six after that and says, hey, can you give me, uh, you know, 13 through 24? And they said, sure. Awesome. Put those in there, too. So. Genius. There was another one I asked for. It was um, it was uh, Avengers Invaders number two. I missed that one on my list. Another Alex Ross cover. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, they said, well, we're out of those, but I can reorder one from Diamond for you, so no problem. Wow. They're quality people with a quality service. If you needed more reasons to order from DCB service, you just got one. There you and go. that's a good reason. Yeah, you so, save money on your books. You get them delivered to your house or your place where you work. You know what? As a matter of fact, tomorrow's Monday, and we're getting an order. Oh, I always love the every other Monday at work. Every awesome. other that's Monday, yeah. DCBService.com. Go check them out. It makes Mondays fun. You'll be yeah excited. Mondays, that's okay. exciting. Want me I'm to play this clip that. from that interview? Please. It's fun. This is um, John C. Riley talking about. Something from his past. I can't build you a candy house. It won't work. The sun will melt, melt the, candy. the sun or something. What or about other? my dreams? All right, here we go. Good too. We had a band when I was a kid called Shark Fighter. Oh. <laughs> and I was the lead singer. And oh my. And one original song called Southside Boy. It's, Can you recall Southside yeah. Boy? He was a Southside Boy. He was a Southside Boy. Southside Boy, soon to become a man. Uh, it was all about. <laughs> had these illusions to being a gambler at the table, and he knew he had the cards in his hand, and when he laid them down, he was soon to become a man. Shark Fighter. I, I would, shark I would pay money to see Shark I Fighter. I, I think I'm going to have to resuscitate Shark Fighter. That is the greatest name for bands. It is. Love it's that. awesome, Shark Fighter. <laughs> hey, ladies and gentlemen, we are Shark Fighter. Ladies and gentlemen. And it's topical, too, because it's Shark Week on <laughs> TLC it sure right is. now. They advertise that at or the Discovery movie Channel, sorry. Shark Week. You know those commercials that... Hey, call my you, bluff. Go watch it. Oh, that's those right. Commercials this, that this you're forced for. to watch at the movie theater mm-hmm. because you go to movies to escape commercials, but yet mm-hmm. you're forced to watch them. Yeah. That was one of them. It was Shark Week. Irony. Shark Week. Oh, I need to add that on my my 
my uh, That's okay. List. I'll come in for next episode and do it too. <laughs> awesome. Hey, can you um, – now there's another clip I want you to play. Where – is this from the same? This is from the same show. show. Yes, I, I'm a big fan of Terry Gross, so I listen to her show every. You evening. could hear her giggle on that Shark Fighter. Clip. Yeah, uh, I did. I did some edit it just to just to compress it a little, okay. just to kind of get to the point. But uh, this other one, Brad, when I heard this is um, what is his name? Rain Wilson. Rain Wilson, the guy who plays Dwight on The Office. Dwight Schrute. When I heard this, I thought of you. Yeah, and I think you'll know why. All right. It's, this clip is entitled Rain Wilson on Monty Python. Oh. So here we go. I was the kid who would find out Monty Python was playing on PBS at like midnight on Sunday, and I would sneak out of bed with my cassette tape recorder, put a 90-minute cassette in and hold it in front of the television and record whole Monty Python sketches. And I had a little cassette library in my room of all of these geeky comedy things, and I had them memorized, and I could do whole... I was that annoying guy that would go to the screening of Monty Python and the Holy Grail and recite it word from word from beginning to end. Yeah, the last part of that. <laughs> the last part of that's definitely definitely me. I, I could, yeah, oddly enough, I feel I have something in common. With yeah, that. I was thinking the first half of that. I could just see Bill. We did. We we yeah. had one of those little tape recorders with the the punch buttons yeah. on the, top the, of it. We used to call them shoebox. Yeah, uh, we would hold recorders. it up to the TV and record things yeah. off of it. I could totally hear uh, see Bill sitting in front of the TV <laughs> at midnight. For us, it was uh, making sure mom's dad's not coming down. Now, for us, it was Saturday night. Uh, Doctor Who airs at uh, nine o'clock, and then at ten thirty, uh, Monty Python, baby. To this day, I can't find anybody to watch the Holy Grail with me. Are because, you serious? Yeah, they get annoyed because I'll sit there and <laughs> say the whole thing. Oh well, that's not so bad. <laughs> would you? I'd, I'd watch it with you, and we I could like we could alternate lines or something. It's yeah. a it's a it's. It's just that slice of heaven that makes life worth living. I'd say it's a slice of Americana, but that would be inaccurate. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? It kind of is, though. Why is it that that, yeah. that movie has been embraced by a lot of people in this country? Well, I mean, what is it about that movie in particular? I mean, they, you know, they had the TV show. They did a couple other yeah. movies, Life of Brian. Um, well, mainly embraced by by males because. Girls have, don't get Monty Python. I have met two females that mm -hmm. like they love this movie as much as you or I do. Okay. My guess you is need to you find met, those women. I think you clone met both them. of them. Okay, clone them, and then send them to a comic book convention so we can have, so they can have little Monty Python babies with all the geeks because yeah. that is a rare breed. It is rare. I've, I seriously have met two people. Two I personally have met two females that love that movie and rival my own wow uh, i'm not sure i've ever run into a female that uh, that could even tolerate monty python now i i did know a girl who tolerated monty python <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't she wasn't into it but she was or, just like oh, or did she tell you that she tolerated it yeah, until maybe, it got maybe she was just telling me then she that she tolerated it. I, uh, from, from what i get from most women and amy the girl can attest to this our friend amy the girl mm -hmm. amy the girl says that women in general do not like silly things What's wrong with women? What's, like, what's wrong like with Amy does not like there. the movie Airplane. Are you oh serious? My. Yeah, because but it's surely silly. You can't That's be it. serious. <laughs> I'm not going. I set you up, and you you left me hanging. I, oh, I'm sorry. I was too busy uh, looking. I my said, finger surely down. you can't be serious. I am serious. And stop stop calling, calling me Shirley. Shirley. Don't call me Shirley. 
Um, so I, you know, it's just, it's, you know, we, we are, I think I said this in the last show, we are, we're 12 year olds at heart. So I'd like to apologize to all the ladies out there because I'm pretty sure we just offended, uh, both of the listeners. <laughs> so I'm sorry. You know what? If we I, have I really, any female, honestly, we, I would love that, to know though. if we have any female listeners. Please write in. Yeah, call at in. Half at gmail.com. Go ahead and call in. You've got about, uh, you got about 20 minutes to call in. So just, uh, get on the horn. Ring us up. What? Let us know what you're doing. I'm not dead. Yeah. <laughs> He says he's not dead. Yes, he is. I'm not. He isn't? Well, he will be soon. He's very ill. I'm getting better. No, you're not. You'll be stone dead in a moment. Oh, I can't take him like that. It's against regulations. I don't want to go on the car. Oh, don't be such a baby. I can't take him. I feel fine. Oh, do us a favour. I can't. Well, can you hang around a couple of minutes? He won't be long. No, I've got to go to the Robinsons. They've lost nine today. Well, when's your next run? Thursday. I think I'll go for a walk. You're not fooling anyone, you know. Look. Isn't that something you didn't just do? Just, I feel happy. I love that one. That's I my favorite. Happy. happy. Boom. Oh, thanks very much. Oh, See you on Thursday. Thursday. Right. They, um. Oh, so good. I, there's a musical, a Broadway musical out. And I had, I, I gave you a copy of the soundtrack to it. Yeah, well, it was called Spamalot. Spamalot, yeah. It's a lot of fun. A lot of fun. It is so awesome. Mm-hmm. I had some it's friends funny. saw it in New York, and they just they I think they had to wear adult diapers because they were so <laughs> happy about it. Well, there's one song in there. I think it's called "The Song That Goes Like This." Yes, that's exactly what it's, <laughs> it's called. This guy and girl singing about how once in every show there's a song that goes like this. Okay, and he sings to her, and she, she sings, sings to him. She, yeah, and it's back and forth. Wow, and, oh, and so we sing funny. like this, and it is the song that goes like this. It's so awesome! Wow, um, get that soundtrack if you if you if you're familiar with this movie, then you'll love the soundtrack because mm-hmm. some of it. Is like some of it's familiar. Some but, of it's familiar, but, but then they'll branch off like Monty Python would anyway. Like yes. when they do versions of their own skits, mm-hmm. sometimes they'll do them differently or whatever. What it happens though if like you that. don't like musicals? Oh, you're you gonna love to, this. That would be a problem. So I mean, so I really seen, think the only music. No, I've never seen Spam a lot. I have think you not the, seen Doctor Horrible's sing along blog. No, I have not. I, I've actually read about it, and oh, uh, so I understand good. that I missed my window, and now you have to pay to see it, which is a drag. Well, they, they gave you like a three-day window. It was, it was free for like the first three weeks, and now I found you have to it pay on MySpace TV or something. I found Early. the whole thing on MySpace TV. So it's yeah. been pirated already. Then I think so. Sorry but about that. It's but, worth uh, the three ninety-nine. Uh, so what you think musicals are kind of? Uh, you know, I would oh, never. Just, I would probably never perform okay. in a musical. Okay, but I love the musical. I, I have no decided, problem with the musical. I decided I was out on the musical uh, the first time I saw the original Doctor Doolittle. The uh, the young character, the young the young male character, not the protagonist, you know, not the doctor, but the the young guy, um, he sees something that's amazing. Doctor Do Tiny? No, no, that was not Doctor Do Tiny. You completely missed the mark on this one. But um, yes, the uh, the the character comes up and he sees something he thinks is amazing, and he turns to the person next to him. And he says, "Oh, I've never seen anything like it in me life." And all of a sudden, oh, I've never seen anything like it in me life. Four minutes later, the song is finally over, and I I I needed oxygen. And um, I, I needed someone to pick me up off the floor, and uh, I've never been the same since. You know, I, j- just like Star Wars books, not everyone's a winner. Not every musical is going to be a winner. <laughs> There's some winner. Grease, come on, Grease two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Grease, Grease two. Not uh, too bad. You know, little Grease, shop of horrors. Horrible. Come on. Yeah. Little shop of horrors. You'll be okay. A okay. <laughs> Steve Martin. Steve Martin, and then the remake of Little Shop of Horrors. Yes. I'll give you that one. Yes. Um, and the only musical I have ever actually liked uh, was, in fact, a cartoon, which probably gives that one away. 
Oh, which is probably um, South, South. It was bigger and it was longer and South it was Park. South Park. Uncut. Okay, I love that. I think that was clever. It was so funny, and you know what's funny but, is I don't care for the show. But I think that's the thing. It's like musicals take themselves. Uh, I mean. <laughs> How can you take yourself seriously in a medium like that? Mm-hmm. But they're taking their song seriously. It's like, I, I've, I've never seen Chicago. That may be what separates us from the girls. Guys like Monty Python, girls like musicals. Yes. I think I think we've had a breakthrough I on think, the show today. You know what? Call Nova. Call call some science people. You've hey, science got, guys. Okay, ladies, you've got 14 minutes to call in, so let us know what you think. <laughs> I like Light Greece. Up the phone lines. I'm not afraid to say I like Greece. Greece is great. I never did see Chicago. We have... Uh, we have uh, Every line open right now, so just go ahead and call in. <laughs> um, seriously, though, you need to watch yeah. Doctor Horrible. I, you know, it's I really will. Good. Uh, Nathan Fillion from Firefly. If I can, I dig Nathan Fillion. If and I can find Hauser, a pirated copy of it Doogie for free, Hauser. yeah, I'll check mm-hmm. it out. I, I've, uh, I'm trying to remember where I uh, was. It in the Last Wizard uh, that I read something about that. Um, I don't know. Possibly. I don't I, know if, it, if it's. I actually subscribed to Wizard. They're actually so, going to going to yeah. put a DVD out with it that has a whole bunch of extras on it. So you know, interesting. I, so when it comes is, out, I'm definitely going to buy it. This is, here is one. Is it a musical? Well, it's. I'm serious. I've, I had not, yeah, not seen it, so I, I know nothing about it. It's like half music, half dialogue. Okay, it's cool. awesome. Wow, this is one of my favorite scenes from the Holy Grail right here. It's Smilog. Oh, hang on. Oh, he does have a really big nose. That's the Oop, wrong, wrong movie. movie. That's the wrong movie. Oop, sorry. Okay. While this is playing, while it's queuing up, it's hard to queue things up on iTunes. Hmm. That's why I uh, I don't like iTunes. One of these days, I'm going to have to get an apple, and I'm going to have to eat my words. But uh, you know, for now, I, uh, I steer away from it. I've got an idea to be banana sheep. This new learning amazes me, Celestia. Explain again how sheep's bladders may be employed to prevent earthquakes. Certainly, sir. Look, my leech! Camelot. 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 It's only a model. Shh. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I... I you welcome to your new w- home. It's only a model. I, I was, um... I had a Terry <laughs> Gilliam director... It, it, it's this director series I got through Netflix, and I watched about uh, Terry Gilliam last night. Yeah. And just talking about the challenges of of making that movie uh-huh. and mostly because it was low budget and and things like that and and just how there was a real magic that happened because of of how they just had to struggle to make this movie and how it's just been embraced well if you um if you watch the d v d the newest like special edition or whatever that uh-huh. came out five six seven years ago uh there are two commentary tracks, one with Eric Idle, uh, uh, Michael Palin, and John Cleese. Okay. Then you've got another, and that's the comedy one, right? That's strong. Then you've got the other track with Terry Gilliam and Terry Jones. Ah. The director and, and the well, animator. The, those well, Terry they, they Jones and Terry dire- Gilliam were kind of co-directors. Did they? On okay, that. yeah. yeah and they, actually, Terry Gilliam in this thing says, you know, he was trying to work with the actors on it, but he found it very difficult. Yeah. Uh, so he ended up directing all the camera shots. Right. And and uh, Terry um, <clears throat> yeah. Terry Jones worked with the actors. Yeah, but there's a lot. There's a lot of interesting stuff on that um, on that track. Like several of the the castles that they use that we see throughout the movie. Some of those are all the same castle, just different parts, just different okay. rooms. And I think, if I remember right, one of, like, two of the shots is actually the same room, but shot from a different angle. Hmm. So it's really cool. I mean, the, um, the one of the things that they, that they said when when um, the 
the organization that that um you know takes care of the castles and stuff in England found out that Monty Python was going to be shooting a film using them uh they lost access to a lot of them because they felt that they would not um, they would not pay proper respect that the uh-huh. castles needed. <laughs> yeah. And so, and Terry Gilliam goes, goes, yes, these, these castles with dungeons and people tortured in them and things like that. And, and we would not be paying them proper respect. Okay. I understand now. <laughs> yeah, but it's okay for, uh, it's okay for, uh, ghost hunters to, uh, to go in and uh, wire them for sound and not find anything. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hey, uh, girls, uh, you have 10 minutes to call in. Uh, phone <laughs> See, lines are still I open. Th- I so, don't think uh, we have any girl listeners. I really don't. Well, it sure it seems like we're not because they're not calling in right now. And you know what? We're we're providing the forum, <laughs> and they're not taking advantage of it. You know? Uh, you know, I, I don't know exactly what more we're supposed to do. I think a number, but... but hey, uh, speaking of forum, I wanted to... <clears throat> okay, hey, ladies. Okay, tell you what. The near free the mojitos if you'll call in, okay? <laughs> Mojito. Yeah. It's we'll, a mojito. We'll mail you some. So what about storms? To, well, I'll talk about it later, but you had something there, right? Okay. I just want to talk on this briefly. So um, I'm a big fan of Futurama comics. No. But um, I've never gotten The Simpsons. So I figured, eh, you know what, I'll start to get some. So I picked up a trade. And in one of them, there's, a, there's an <laughs> issue called Krusty Agent of Clown, which is an acronym for keeping law and order with novelty items. And it's a, it, it, it's a parody of, of Nick Fury, um, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. Anyway, as I was reading it, there's a scene Krusty. in there. What? Krusty. Okay, Krusty. Um, <laughs> thought there was something else. Um, there, there was a, there's a scene in here that was very reminiscent of something to me. And, I, and it's Krusty in this crazy room. Parody. There's all these. Yeah, it was a parody. And at the very end of the of the of the page is a is a gun in um in a holster hanging over a chair and I go, Why is this so familiar? Imitation. Well, I found I found something on Wikipedia and Jim Stranko was the original writer for this for um artist? the Nick uh, the original artist for this series. Um for the Nick Fury um uh, series. And he had trouble with one page on it. The comic codes thought it was too risque. Mm-hmm. And the last panel had um, Nick Fury and this woman embracing. And the comic codes said, no, 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 you can't do that. So they replaced it with a holster in a gun on that last page. And, and they actually took a, a, you said they took a piece from a previous panel on that same page right, and just right. kind of blew it up and. Put yeah. it right there. <laughs> and, and you know, if if you use your imagination, that has more meaning than I think the comic code really anticipated. Right. Wink, for wink, it. nudge, nudge, say no more. Yes. And, and so, you know, and, and so I finally found that. I go, oh, how interesting. And so when I picked up this comic trait and I found that and it has that exact seam in there with Krusty the Clown, I just couldn't believe it. I mean, these guys are real <laughs> comic book fans right. to incorporate something Yeah, that like they would that. know something. What does the last panel in that say? Oh, here, on vamp, that page, vamp for for me while I get. I think it. what's really funny is to um, here. Here's what it says. It says, so they they have the the gun and the holster over the tree, and then it's like a, editor's notes are are put on the page. It says, "Crusty, those anti-violence crusaders are at it again. Can you lose the gun here? How about a shot of you and Miss Penny Candy in a passionate embrace instead? Yeah, which is what it was originally supposed to be. So they anyway, are just true fans if they would do something like that. Yeah, That's, that was pretty awesome. Yeah. 
So anyway, just just wanted to bring that up. I thought that was interesting. I thought that was funny, and that was in uh, Simpson Comics number three. And interesting that, that uh, Jim Stranko actually wrote that issue, so uh, I can see where the uh, <laughs> yes. connection is. Now, actually, let me see who the writer is while you guys talk. It's funny though to uh, to sit there and read like a Simpsons comic, and uh, you can't help but uh, hear the voices. You know, you know, Krusty's voice. You know, reading the uh, the panels makes it funnier with Krusty's voice. What would make Nick Fury issue too Trade. funnier is to read Nick Fury's word balloons with Krusty's voice. <laughs> I doubt anyone's ever tried that before. I'm, I want to invite the audience Paperback. to give that a shot. And especially you ladies. Uh, six minutes left, ladies. Phone lines are still open. You Call in any time. Uh, Steve Vance wrote it. Steve Vance. Steve Vance. Never heard of that guy. He's a big writer for The Simpsons, baby. Okay, okay. You got six minutes? Six yeah. minutes. Ish. You got anything else, or should we try that other thing? Let's try that other thing. All right. I say it's not 24 minutes wasted. It's a half hour wasted. We may have actually... Got some time to fill here. We frankly. may have actually figured out how to make it work, kind of. Maybe? Oh, we'll yeah. Well, right. I mean, if you're calling me, then no, you know, it's definitely going to work. Who knows if he'll pick up. Let's try it. Let's see what the problem is. I know that sound. What? All right, that that sound. This is um, breeds anticipation. Johnny M. Who knows if he'll pick up or not? Johnny M. And remember, let's try not to talk over each other. Oh hey, uh, what are you? Are you brewing coffee? What, what was that noise? Do 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 do. That does sound like a coffee percolator. Senka senka, don't you wanna? He's not going to answer. Well, we can let's do his voicemail. Yeah, voicemail. Your call has been forwarded to an automated voice messaging. Oh, that system. is so weak. John Marchiante is not available <laughs> at the tone. Please record your message. When you've finished recording, you may hang up or press one for more options. To leave a callback number, press five. Hey, uh, this is uh, Johnny M. Uh, leaving a message for myself. Uh, isn't this accent outrageous? I mean, seeing as I come from like Nevada, and uh, you know, I've never actually spoken like this. Um, uh, you know, I, I love The Simpsons. Um, uh, I'm out of material, ladies. Uh, four minutes left. Call in. All the lines are open. Uh, this is this is Johnny M. Leaving a message for myself. Hey, Johnny M. I'm really a great guy. Hey, hey, Johnny M. This is Batman. I'm going to see if you need some creamer. Because I can't make up jokes on my own. I borrow other people's jokes. <laughs> okay. I wish I got that. That's dang funny. Okay, bye. Johnny M. That'll teach him. Oh, he, was, he was Batman when he called in. Okay. He, a voice, uh, he goes, Brad and Frank. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. It's happening again. Should we try it again with another number? Should we try it one more time with another number? I'm not going to breathe out of my mouth. <laughs> let's try. Oh, let's try one more time. You're getting it on your teeth. You realize that, don't you? I'm going to try one more time. We're calling Jim Bob. I need a filter over my mouth. We'll call Jim Bob. The number you have reached is not in service. Oh, 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 we just oh, got. We just got denied. Not paid his bill. He has not paid his bill. We just got denied because he's an artist. It's possible I entered his phone number wrong. I can oh, check it. Man. 
I could check it. Yeah, but it's a lot funnier. If, I mean, well, actually, maybe well, okay. It's not well, you funny. check that phone number. I'll talk about this. I picked up this from um, uh, from Indie Planet. It's called Hurricane Season, Volume One. It's by John. Help me with that last name. Uh, Sukarangson. Sukarangson. I Sukarangson. did enter it wrong. Oh, okay. Oh, I did enter it wrong. So who do we call? We should we, left them a we message. We didn't call Texas. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> um, but Hurricane Season is a slice of life uh, issue. Um, it's an independent comic. That's interesting. And what, it, what, and gets just, you, what gets you into something like that that doesn't have like laser eye beam people and fists of fury and stuff? It sounded, based on the description, was just about a, about a woman having to deal with, with you know, uh, the aftermath of a hurricane okay. and her husband's out of state. Uh, just the description of it just really spoke to me. I thought, wow, that sounds kind of interesting. Was that a DCB service thing or did you say no, in a comic I, book store? No, or? I went to a place called IndiePlanet.com. Oh, okay. Why did you right. go to IndiePlanet? Well, I, because I also got my copy of um, yeah? um, Mercury and the Murd, the first issue. Ah. Mercury and the Murd, number so, one. So I got, I got my copy of those. from. I got two copies of that from IndiePlanet and then I thought, well, I'm here. I might as well get something else. So I also got this hurricane Crazy. season volume one we'll put a link on it to our show i think i think it's really nice it's a slice of life it's it's very interesting so there aren't any zombies in it or anything no zombies but hmm. there is a bug expert okay and there is a circle k the clock says one minute left should we try this mm, let's just you. try it let's, right, let's just try it. Yeah, what the heck what's the worst that can happen we'll He'll tell answer. june bobby's got one minute oh look there's even a water burger. oh cool oh my goodness oh yeah what about texas yeah, but All it's right. underwater. Let's try it. Who knows? June and Bob Kim. Answer. Come on. Calling June Bob Kim, artist. I'll take it if he answers. On Ursula Wilde. June Bob Kim. Maybe he's averse to answering unknown phones. Your call is forwarded to an automatic voice message system. Nine zero. Is that like a function of Skype or something? That or do all these people have the automated lady? June Bob Kim. This is your destiny calling. You should pay attention to unknown phone numbers on your cell phone. Because you never know what kind of opportunity you may pass up. Actually, it's this is not Destiny. This is Marvel Comics. We wanted you to draw the next three years of Spider-Man, but you're too busy to answer the phone, so forget it. Hi, um, I'm sorry, Marvel Comics. This is Dan uh, Dan DiDio from DC Comics. Uh, I wanted to. I wanted uh, June Bob Kim. I heard he was very good. I wanted him to draw the next three years of. Um, something very interesting, <laughs> Superman. I thought he'd be a good artist, but um, I'm sorry, Marvel, to come into your phone call like that. In fact, it's kind of weird that I did come into your phone. Well, call. we've crossed over before. Oh yes, let's, we have. In fact, let's see if we can get somebody else in here. A third comic. Yeah, like maybe from this from is, Image. This is Rob Leefield from Image Comics, <laughs> oh. and um, I'd like to tell you that I'm going to have Todd McFarlane taken out at the knees, and I want you to draw Spawn. But um, well, Spawn I guess is, is that answering? Spawn I mean, is that ha- has been still need, around? I need you to give me an answer tonight, sir. Please call me back. Go oh. back to this number that doesn't show up on your phone. Why don't you just go back to your Savage Dragon? Why are go we back talking to your like little, this? I my name is Rob Leefield, and I'm highly overrated, but I make more than you do. I so you should pay attention was, to me. I thought your name was Liefeld. 
Like, uh, well, that's you know what I've noticed Britain. about this chap is that he mispronounces all kinds of words. He yes, pronounces he does. them differently than normal people do. Yes. Like, do that on purpose. It adds mirth. Did you just say mirth? What's it, mirth? It, what? I'm hanging up. I don't know. Oh, goodbye, Junebug. Love you, Junebug. <laughs> Junebug. We're idiots. That was dumb. <laughs> yeah, we're idiots. That was dumb. I was going to answer unknown phone calls. Well, I guess... Adam did. He I was would sick that day. Uh, I I usually don't. Yeah, just I don't. Because I don't answer private. Like because on the cell phone, sometimes you'll get an right. unknown number. That's yeah, exactly. When, that's when there is no number to send out. Exactly. As with Skype. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes you will get private, which is there's a real number, but it's been blocked. Now some people can block their phone calls purposely, um, like that particular phone call. They can block it right. using a star six seven. Yeah. Or you can have unlisted numbers. I I just I pick the phone out up as private. I flip the phone open. I say what? <laughs> you know, uh, sometimes like I'll return like I'll return a phone call through voicemail. Like it's say to return this call now, press five. So I'll usually do that, and that comes up as private or sure unknown. Does. Hmm. But I don't I don't answer phone calls that come across as private um, or unknown. Yeah, neither do I. I don't like talking. Or if I don't on recognize the phone. the phone number, I won't answer it. I'm going to start if, doing if that. I'm so important that they need to talk to me. They can just leave me a massage Good or a point. message. Either one. Good point. I um, Yeah, I don't. I just don't like talking on the phone. I don't like talking to people. I'm very. You know what? Focused. Every time I call Frank, he's like, irony. What? <laughs> what? I'm watching TV. This is an episode of Growing Pains. I've only seen seven <laughs> times. Okay. <laughs> I'm watching the last what? season of the A Team after after B A Baracus left. Those are better because they have to ride around him. <laughs> yes, that's my reasoning. Funny. It's the musical season. I'm, wa- I'm watching Cop Rock. What do you want? Hey, 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 hey! Did what? that ever come out in DVD? Cop Rock is an awesome show. I miss okay. it terribly. Wow. You don't like musicals though. Good point. Me, I loved. I absolutely loved Cop Rock. Did that, is that is that I'm out not, on DVD? I don't believe it is. Uh-huh. It Mandy Patinkin could really sing, dude. There were so many people on that show that could carry a tune, and I loved it. Who was it? Who's the guy that did all those cop shows? Steve Bochco. Yeah, Steve Bochco. It was his baby, and it got a lot of and crap. It was, but I loved it. Flop. I absolutely, I absolutely loved it. It was fun. I. I you just don't. never knew when they were going to break out into song, you know? And that was part of the charm of that, because it would just come when you didn't expect it. Yeah. Now, were it, was it real songs, or did they just, or would they just kind of do no. a line like this? And no, then, they, would, they would sing a song like, I think. You I have the right to remain silent. You can remain silent. No. Oh, yes, uh, you they can. Should have that oh, let's around, get. Let's see know. if we can do this. Okay. Brad, you take it. Ready? Uh, no, hang three, on. Two. I'm going to talk about bop, bop, bop. If I remember correctly, the first episode started out at a funeral, and the guy was in the middle of giving his eulogy, or was just talking about the guy that was dead, you know, and he was saying, he was very, you know, you've been to a funeral before? Have you been to a funeral? Yeah, yeah. Not there's anything funny about going Yes, I have. I I don't mean to brag. But, But, you know, they'll be just sitting there talking, and then... All of a sudden, this guy just started this real soulful song, and that right off the bat had me hooked. 
And wow. It, was just, it, it gave me goosebumps. When I hear music that, that really that I just enjoy the heck out of, if it moves me, I get okay. goosebumps. And that gave me goosebumps, and I was hooked. Yeah. And That's I, why I like docking. <laughs> oh, dang. I was trying to remember that one docking song that I, that I knew, and now I can't remember. <laughs> Who's a docking on my boat? Breaking the chains. Maybe that was it. I don't know. But okay. Anyway, Cop Rock did not get enough respect. Maybe if more songs had been written by Don Dockin, it would have been a better was that show. The guy, was that Dockin's first name? Was Don? Don. I thought it was jo- jo- Joseph. No, not <laughs> so much, Frank. <laughs> Joseph Dockin? No, nah, that was a swing and a miss there, brother. Um, how about Pierre Dockin? Hey, listen. <laughs> Watch your mouth. There's the, <laughs> he said Pierre? Yeah, Pierre <laughs> Dockin. Which indicates, you know, boats. and Yes. Gun okay. whales and gangplanks. Uh, actually, it's Adam Umack. You know what? I've, you know what? I just figured out why we're not getting, why our numbers are not what, growing. Listening? Why? It's because the show's like this. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly why. You, you know what? That's Brad. I think you finally. You know, I now I feel bad for spending that eight thousand dollars on market research when it was actually this that was. Wow. <laughs> you know what? Plus, I'm not finan- I'm smart, smart financially, so that was kind of a bad move on my part. Well, it was actually the uh, non-refundable uh, money you paid to clown school. Yeah, and then I I was getting us I, I was getting um, funeral homes to put our our logo on on um, coffins. I thought that might be a good money maker, but I mean, you know, yeah, I'm not smart. I'm kind of dumb. I'm sad. We'll help. We'll let's we'll, go. I want to go I home. Help you. Can we go home, please? I'm mad at, now. I'm mad because I can't. I'm not funny today. Well, that and that seven-inch tall laptop you've got, that can't make it This is a valid. This baby runs three a uh, Windows 311, all right? That's Watch out. This awesome. this thing has Windows NT on it. Wow. All right? Does it really, three will weeks it, to install will it really it. run Windows 3.1? Oh, I don't know. The first that. computer I ever bought had Windows 3.1. Yeah. I had this really cool Star Wars uh was it Star Wars X-Wing? Was that the game? It was like a flight yes, simulator? Yes, it was. For the yes, X-Wing? it was. Because I yeah. had it, too. It was really awesome. Mm. Loved it. I loaded you know, one of those like, onto an ME machine with floppy disks, and it was cool. You know, go, going back to that Star Wars game, I played TIE Fighter once. Oh. Yeah. And a great, great story. First time I played it, I was with my squadron, and I was going after a, an X-Wing, yeah. and I was going and trying to catch up. You know, I'm running out of fuel. Right, right. I'm going to catch up. I'm shooting at it. I was going after a missile. Ah, oh. I mean, I, I spent like 20 minutes trying to catch up with it. I remember getting up going, that's stupid. And the missile never blew up. It just no, the missile, going. it just kept going, you know. It's just, Man, and I, I had I lost really, my squadron, and I had... I really liked that game. Is there anything better that than a wireframe so video game? It wasn't oh, wireframe, was wire No, I know, I know. It was like on the cutting edge back then. Yeah, definitely cutting edge. And, and the cutscenes were really good. Multiple colors. Not yes, bad. I mean, 256... Love. I mean, it was it was really cool because you'd run these colors. missions and you could tell this you could tell other members of your team to go. Okay, you go after this guy. It was what's the term for that? It wasn't like it's not it wasn't really a strategy game, but it was. But you you know you could actually it was a simulator. I mean, it was yeah, yeah. You worked with the team. It was fun. it was fun. It was fun, and then I actually got to blow up the Death Star and everything. Blowed up, sweet. Blowed it up good. Let's go. Blowed up real good. All right, Rip her up. Who's our Who's our sponsor? Discount comic book service, DCBService.com. They rock. They do rock. They rock and rule. You should also check out their sister website, 
InStockTrades.com. I mean, that's only if you want like trade paperbacks at like deeply discounted prices. I mean, if, if you know if you're adverse to saving, you like don't saving, go to it. If, if you, you like want to pay full price, percent, then don't go there. Yeah. yeah. You know like, what? I went to my LCS the other day, uh-huh. and I bought um, a trade uh, full price. Mm-hmm. That hurt. I mean, I did it. I was glad to do it and support them. But I'm thinking, why am I buying this here when I could get it for 37% off at in-stock trades? I just figured Chaw. out what an LCS was. Chaw. You just figured this out. I'm not smart. You just now you just now figured out what LCS is? Okay, it took me like seven seconds. Give me a break. But this is the first time you've heard that. This I've is, never I mean, heard this, that acronym before, ever. You've never heard? Go to InStockTrades.com. You've yeah, never nerd. heard LCS? No, sir. What does Have it you mean? ever heard of huh? local comic shop? Yes. Yeah, okay. Wow. It took me a couple seconds. Have you ever heard of to catch up. CBS? Columbia Broadcasting System? Yeah. Dude. <laughs> Did you hear that? <laughs> well, it's funny is that he announced it. <laughs> I tried to be quiet about it. Yeah, but you said it right into the microphone. Oh, I farted. <laughs> yeah, if I whisper it, somehow no one's going to hear it. it's okay. Yeah. You can only say that word on our show if you whisper it. <laughs> BoaterDefeater.com. What? BoaterDefeater? Boater. Pooter defeater. <laughs> okay. okay. We're okay. done. Close music. Call okay. us at 641-715-3900, extension 775-0064-pounds. And, and uh, I forgot to mention that thing from the forum. I'll do it next time. And oh, uh, any female listener, hey, right, drop us an email at halfhourways at, at gmail.com. But I'd like to know if we have female listeners. Please drop us a line. At, we know at, Erica. Mm-hmm. We know Erica, us. so that's one. If you yeah. have female reproductive organs, we want to hear from you. Yes. <laughs> wow. I wasn't expecting to go out on that. I mean, come on. Well, okay. All right, Limp Biscuit. Thanks for the help. Out. Bye.